This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Debbins On Demand. It's Chris Debbins uh, along with my fiance, Arielle. Hello. We are not on dating apps anymore. At least we shouldn't be. Should I? Are you on dating apps? <laughs> <laughs> what if I said yes? Then we'd probably stop the podcast yeah. and have a very private conversation. <laughs> we're not on dating apps anymore. No, no, we're not. But I, I came across this, uh, just reading the news, there's this new dating app uh, that I'm curious if you would have used it when you were still on dating apps, like prior to us meeting. Okay. It's called Tame. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I actually don't know how new it is, but it's getting, you know, it's finally getting I've some. I've never heard of I've it. I've never heard of it either. So it's new but to, again, I'm not on dating apps, so I guess I'm not really following, like, fair. the hip dating scene. Right, right. It's new to a lot of people. <laughs> um, if you hate when people ghost you, this app actually makes it impossible for someone to ghost you. How? And if you're not familiar with the term ghosting, it's where someone it just, like, abruptly stops talking to you. Um, you are only allowed to chat with a single person at a time. And so, oh. right. And to even view other people's profiles, you have to end things formally with the person you're currently talking to. Basically, you have to say that, you know, it's not working. You have to provide a reason. Like, I'm going to move on. I've never hated anything more. Yeah, this doesn't sound like something you would have liked. No, no, no. Absolutely not. First of all, I was a ghost. Well, this is <laughs> a perpetual ghost. Actually, this is the big reveal that Ariel is a ghost. <laughs> I am a ghost. Surprise. Yes, you've never seen her, maybe. So, <laughs> uh, no, but uh, no, I was kind of a dick when I was on dating apps, I feel like. Um, and I would only really use them when, like, if I was talking to someone and having a good conversation with someone, whether I'd met them on a dating app or in person, I'd kind of not really use the dating apps because I think I am the kind of person who, if I'm having a like, good conversation i kind mm-hmm. of wanted to like focus on that and i like have enough going on mm-hmm. but when i was on the apps the whole point was to have like 700 conversations it's I exhausting mean, though no that's that's like an exaggeration but still like multiple sure. conversations to then weed them out yeah like, i don't want to have to go one by one to weed out all the losers well yeah i want to go 20 at a time weed out 19 losers have a conversation with one person maybe go on a couple dates and then if i'm not feeling it ghost them Ugh, I hate that so much. I love you <laughs> Are dearly. Are you glad I didn't ghost you? Yes, I love you dearly. <laughs> You're the but one, I the hate, only one. <laughs> I, I hate that. I, that was my biggest frustration when I was in the dating scene is people like you ghosting. Uh-huh. You would you put in, you would have a conversation with somebody and then people wouldn't even have the decency to say, listen, ah, yeah. this isn't for me. And it would just be like, it would just disappear. Just yeah conversation and oh my god i I think i would have been on the i think i would have tried this app i think you would have but i wouldn't have to be fair 
half the time in actual texting conversations, I end up becoming a ghost. Like you're, with my closest friends and family. It's true. You're, you and then are, I show back up a week later and I'm like, oops, I got distracted. <laughs> Hi. Here, here's a life hack, by the way, for anybody that has trouble uh, texting with Ariel. <laughs> Message her on Instagram. For some reason, you respond to Instagram direct messages like right away. Yeah. But text, you'll read, you'll say, oh, I'm doing something, I'll get back to you, and then you forget. This is true. I think because- Why? I always open my Instagram text when they come in, my messages, because I assume it's usually people sending me dog memes or like videos <laughs> no, or okay. like stupid things about like being like working in a corporate life or- um theories about all of the holes in the Harry Potter plot. Sure. This is my algorithm. This is what my friends know to send me. And so mm -hmm. I'm excited about seeing those things. Not that I'm not excited about a conversation, but you know, sometimes you're like in the middle of something and you're like, I don't really want to have a yeah. whole conversation, mm -hmm. but I can totally watch a cute puppy. So the, the other life hack for you is to start every conversation with a puppy meme. Please. A picture of a puppy. Or a video of a puppy. Yeah. Particularly like wiggly puppy, like butts to music. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, like that little, like the, like, I know you're the talking branch about. manager one. Yeah, no, yeah, there's I'll a lot. I'll post it when we post this. It's, it's prime. Yeah, you're, we're going to have to explain that prime briefly. Prime Instagram real yeah, estate. It, the, to, to ex briefly explain what you're talking about with the branch manager, there has, there's a dog who is dancing around with a branch in their mouth. Yeah. And then there's another dog attached to the same branch and it says branch manager and assistant branch manager. Yep. Okay. We needed to explain that because probably people yeah, were confused. It's very cute. Yeah. It was a very, very inside reference. <laughs> um, yeah. That drove, that drove me nuts. It also, I'm not going to, I'm not going to mention who this is because this is, um, but not too long ago we were all hanging out and a friend of ours was on a dating app. And uh -huh. it's always interesting to like witness someone else swiping mm -hmm. through this person. It was, I, I don't know how, I don't think the human eye can see photos can. as quickly as they were swiping. through. No, 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 no. And it almost made me, I was like, what? Like the reason that I took note of that too, is because this particular person very often talks about how they don't like being single. And my thought was maybe if you took a little more time with each individual person, maybe look past the first photo mm. that you can't. I mean, I if you blink, you missed. If you're just the, that was that rapidly moving, maybe this person would have found somebody that they like. Maybe, maybe, maybe. That's not. how I used the dating app, though. Too. I know that aimless scrolling. Yeah, I don't know how you and I ended up together. <laughs> no, no, no one does. <laughs> it is an no anomaly of the algorithm for sure. <laughs> Um, speaking of the fact that we're together and we're getting married, we passed the six month mark, um, of, uh, six months out to the wedding is what yeah. I mean. Like we have less than six months now until the wedding. Um, Eek. and it was almost, it almost felt like a, like a switch got flicked, right? Yeah, you were absolutely. saying this earlier to me with like having to do things. The fact that we're yeah, it feels like less than six months. Six out. months is like that big. We booked a lot of our vendors like way in advance. We're both big planners. I work yeah. in events. Sure. So. And I knew also the wedding industry is still like really oversaturated post pandemic. Totally. So we got engaged. We had a long engagement and we were Almost like, a year ago. We got yeah. engaged. It's been a while. And we worked quickly with the big, the big vendors and everything. And they were all like, fantastic. We don't really want to talk to you until 2023 right. or we don't really want to talk to you until six months out. And it turns out that those two things like mm -hmm. the calendar turning 2023 yes. and six months out from our specific wedding date yeah. have aligned within the, the a week of each other. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it's like every single thing needs to happen. And uh -huh. like, like Monday, which was the actual six month out date. Right. I took my dress in to, to get it altered. 
And apparently I was already behind. I went dress shopping in May, maybe June. I think it was May. I picked up my dress in November and they were like, oh, there's six months until you're right. Well, you're going to need to have like four fittings and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah! if, if, you're, if you're actually behind, it's not your fault, right? You would think that, first of all, you're paying a ton of money. I don't know what you're paying for the dress because that is one thing that yeah. you're, you're not giving me any indication about the dress. No, I've been calling it a big bird outfit. So yes. for anyone who asks, <laughs> yes. I'm wearing a yellow feathers. I'm going to be very confused when that's not what you walk down the oh. aisle in. Um, but, so I don't really know what's going on there, but I, I have a I have a hunch that it's not a cheap garment, mm-hmm. okay? And a lot is going into it, and you're, you're paying people to, uh, you, you paid the, the dress shop that found it you know, for you, you're paying a tailor. The money should come with them making sure you're on time and giving you proper timelines and not putting you in a, like a, a rush to get yeah. it done situation, right? Yeah. That pisses which, me which off. Like, no, no, no. They, I had the timelines. The six month mark, like- to be yeah, fair, okay. the six month mark crept up on me. Okay. Oh, this is more of a you problem. Like, yeah. And there's the fact that it takes six months to get a dress altered. I can't believe is, that, really. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe they can do it faster, but I obviously don't want to like well, rush prob- the process right. and like. They're probably busy. I've heard so many. I don't know. This this dress situation for anyone listening is the part of the wedding that is stressing me out the most. Yeah. You were visibly stressed the other night when you came home from, from the tailor. Can I just say based on my experience with tailors, it's different doing mm-hmm. suits versus dresses. Make sure they write things down. Mm-hmm. I think I might've told you this story before, but I haven't shared this on the podcast. There was a suit for a wedding a number of years ago now that like, that I had to get tailored because it was too long or mm-hmm. whatever. Now. Um, and I dropped it off and this, this guy, you know, came recommended by the suit shop. I went in there and I was like, Oh, I need this uh, in a week or whatever. And he goes, oh, great. And I was like, is, do I, is there like a ticket for me to take anything? Mm-hmm. You would like my information? He goes, no, no, no. I'm good with faces. I got you. And I go, are, are you ah. sure? Could you just, could you just like maybe just like just my name? Just write it down. He's like, I got you. Come back in a week. It's going to be good. Yeah. He took my measurements and like all of it he just had mm-hmm. in his brain. Came back a week. He had completely forgotten. Yeah. Completely like forgotten. He and his response was, oops. I was like, oops, See, how are you in business, sir? These are the stories I keep hearing, though. Well, yeah, like, there's sure a lot of, like, oopses. Or just, like, so a friend of ours um, who got married in Rochester a handful of years ago now mm-hmm. bought her dress at the same place that I bought my dress at. Oh. And the that dress shop recommends a local tailor. Okay. Um, And... Like most of the dress shops sort of partner, quote unquote, with like local, like tailor shops nearby. Well, it makes sense. A lot of the wedding vendors do. Yeah. They have preferred vendors. And honestly, if I hadn't told her where I got my dress, I don't know that I would have known not to go to this tailor. But she was like, whatever you do, don't go to them. Because Mm. she went to pick up her dress after the final fitting. So like two weeks before the wedding, I think is usually when you do that. Ooh, this is already making me nervous. And there was blood on one of the seams. What? Yeah. Oh, from like they poked themselves yeah. with a needle? Yeah, and I guess needle? she was like, um, there's blood on this. Like, how did you not notice? And she's like, oops, must have poked myself. So then, and I guess that scene was kind of like uneven and whatever. So then with two oh weeks to go before the wedding, she had to find not only like a dry cleaning like service that could get this stain out. Oh. And it's hard to get stains out of like, I mean, I don't know the material of her wedding dress, but like, sure. it's not just like a normal like white shirt. You don't want to bleach it because like it's not right. probably right. Like, that pure of white or whatever. Oh my goodness. And get that seam fixed. Mm-hmm. And like, just yeah, the whole concept of like, oops, oops, 
Like no, nope, nope, yeah. nope, no, no, nope, no, nope, no, nope. No, 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 so no, no, yeah, no, no, finding no, no. a tailor was really stressful, and then I sort of like got into that. Um, like I wasn't able to do anything with it. Yeah, because I was like, like it was like paralysis by analysis. analysis yeah, paralysis by analysis. Like I'm not usually. You're usually the one who like reads reviews of literally everything on on the Google. I like to be well informed. Yeah. I usually like read a couple of reviews. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's, I'm sure it's fine. With this, I was like reading every single review mm-hmm. and it was like half the reviews for every tailor shop would be like amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. And the other ones would be so horribly like stories like yours, stories right. like mine. Like, and like, I trust the girl who, who told me this story cause I know her, but some of them it's like, we all know that like brides can get a little emotional. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, how much of a grain of salt do I take something with? Like if they sure. didn't like the way something fit, is it because like something I know a lot of brides will do is tell their tailors to take it in farther than their actual measurements are because they're trying to lose weight. So like oh. there's always this thing of like, did they like, well, you're only whose getting, fault was this? When you're reading these reviews, you're not getting the tailors exactly. side usually. Because that is a big thing. And honestly, even I've heard some stories about, especially New York City tailors who intentionally take it in farther mm-hmm. because they just assume everyone wants to lose weight for their weddings. Ew. And it's like, it's, ugh. anyways, I could rant about no, the I'm diet industry. I'm planning to gain weight for the wedding. Yeah, I want to be nice, I and, do that. nice and swole. But like, well, I'm sure that people do that anyways. I have a lot of feelings about the diet industry and the wedding yeah. industry and where no. those overlap I and how unhealthy it is. look about the same as I do today for the wedding. Yeah, as you should, as I should. Hopefully also just for life. I don't want to, like, I don't think it's good to fluctuate no, too much with your weight up not. or down. And it's definitely not good to starve yourself for a specific event because that will come back twofold and haunt you for the rest of your life. But anyway, and also food is fun. Food is fun. food is the best, and alcohol is fun. Alcohol is, I love alcohol. A lot of empty calories and alcohol, but it's okay. I'm a lot here of for empty it. Empty calories, but full of fun. Full of fun. Yes, and I'm just here in, for the fun. In moderation, of course, in a healthy right, yeah. <laughs> manner. Yeah, we're not saying go be alcoholics. No, but no, like... no, no. Of course, everything in moderation. Except, I guess, not heroin. I guess not everything in moderation. Oh my god! <laughs> I hate when people are like, oh, everything in moderation. It's like, yeah, how about cigarettes? Like, no, that not everything in moderation. Anyways, that's my little side rant. It's Min- okay. I went on a side rant too. Yes, I, uh, a mini rant, mini rant there. Uh, but now my dress is in the hand of my tailor, and we will see what happens. Well, we'll get updates. We'll get we'll get updates. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, also we'll just see. wedding dresses in general. It's such a weird shopping experience because you don't try on the dress you're taking. You try on a massive dress. Right. They clip, they put in a ton of clips. Then yeah. they take some measurements and they order something that like still isn't going to fit sure. you right. And I have no torso. None, none at all. This is such, um, a, this is such a misguided thing that you, no, you I do have a, have a torso. I'm very short-waisted and I'm yes. petite. So like every, like it's just, I don't know. I'm sure. You make it sound like you're like Mike Wazowski from <laughs> yeah. uh, Monsters, Inc. That's how I see myself. I have body dysmorphia, okay? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, you did oh, mention, I. you were, so yeah, it is 2023. Um, what I find really interesting is the fact that somebody found an old newspaper from a hundred years ago. In which somebody was making predictions about this year. Are you curious what some of these predictions were? I am. They predicted four hour work days. (laughs) Yeah, right. I feel like they've expanded actually. Mm -hmm. They thought that homes wouldn't have kitchens anymore because for whatever reason, like food being available in other ways, which to be honest, we Mm. do have Uber Eats. We got Grubhub now. Like there's a lot. It's easier to get food delivered to you. I think like big city living. We were just talking about this because like when I lived in Boston, I barely cooked and I love cooking, yeah. but just I had an hour commute by the time that you like got off work, got home. Like mm-hmm. I was leaving at five in the morning to go to the spin studio before my day job. Like I think it's more common in big cities for people yeah. to not cook. Exactly. I know. And it's harder to get groceries. 
Is it? Well, you don't have cars, so like. Yeah, I guess you have to carry everything. Yeah. I know when my brother used to live in New York City, he would not cook. Yeah. Based on him telling me, um, they also thought that women would paint their teeth black to be fashionable. Black? What? That's the one that charcoal toothpaste is a thing, but you, it is. But you rinse it out. What is that? Oh yeah, you like use charcoal in your mouth, and you're supposed to do. I don't know, like. I don't know the frequency you're supposed to do it at. So it looks black for a little bit and then you let it sit for longer than you would a normal toothpaste uh-huh. and then you wash it off and supposedly it helps with like natural whitening and... Really? Does, does your mouth taste like bonfire? I don't know. I've never done it. It sounds awesome actually if it does. I don't right? think so. Uh, they thought that flying from Chicago to Germany would only take 18 hours, which actually was way too conservative because that's about half that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is great. Uh, that's and this, not a bad flight at all. No, no. And okay, so in this last one here is where things get really bizarre. They thought that telepathy would exist even for babies, <laughs> which I don't think, honestly, I don't think I'd want, I don't want telepathy to exist. And if I, if it does no, exist someday, either. if it does exist someday, I need a very clear on off switch. Cause I, that's what I was just thinking. Yes. There's some, there, there's a lot of my thoughts that are better left yeah. hidden. I'm not particularly great at filtering myself as it is. Yeah. So could you imagine if like, there's just no filter there anymore? How crazy would that be? Although so I would have to imagine that that might make, I was I almost said baby in parenting a little bit easier if you well, actually know what your baby is. Yeah, I could see it being beneficial literally only until someone has the ability to communicate for themselves. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so it's 2023 now. Mm-hmm. What are our predictions for 2123? Oh god. Let's put them out there now so that in 100 <laughs> years from now someone could be like, and so we found this, we stumbled upon this old podcast from 100 yes. years ago. What what do you think it's going to look like 100 years from now? I I personally, I'll throw it out there. I think um, autonomous cars are just going to be ubiquitous in the way that, like, you yeah. know, you're like now you have to keep your hands on the steering wheel, right? Get rid of that. People aren't going to adopt it in mass until you can get drunk mm-hmm. or nap while driving. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. I think cars will be able to go in water. Ooh, underwater. Yeah, wasn't that part of like that Jonas Brothers song? What? The year 3000 or something like that. I'm pretty sure their cars go oh, underwater. Oh, maybe. Is that your prediction? Just officially all the lyrics from the year 3000? <laughs> oh, no, no. I don't know the rest of them, to be honest with you. I do I think, wasn't a big Jonas Brothers uh, gal, but. I think we're going to see people try and do something with telepathy because if you look at, okay, so like Elon Musk, for example, has been mm-hmm. talking for years about his Neuralink. I don't know if you've read anything yeah, yeah, about yeah, this, yeah. right? I think you're going to see people try and do that uh, and it's going to go horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like scramble brains. Ugh. I think it's, I think it's going to happen. It's, it. it's getting dark. Um, I also think that AI is going to change like everything. Yep. And it is possible that we're living in like a Wally type world where so many jobs have mm-hmm. been automated and eliminated that like our life is kind of just like vacation and we're just floating around in our chairs. Yeah. I also could see AI getting so good that you like run into this weird like like I feel like every like dystopic like novel mm-hmm. deals with this like what does it actually mean to be human like i feel like right now it's very very clear like what's human and what's yeah. like ai or a robot it's and wh- i do feel like we are not like that far away from teetering over the edge of like ai having the ability to understand emotions which currently well, has been like that divide sure um i will say like the big the big buzz and the ai you know tech community mm-hmm. is i don't know if you're familiar with chat yeah, GBT or G- I GPT. I work in content marketing. Right, exactly, <laughs> right. And so if someone who's listening is, if you're not familiar, basically it's just this, it's this free 
program where you can uh it's an ai software and you can just ask it like i was watching a video where some guy said he he typed in uh write me a uh episode of seinfeld in which george uh, becomes the general manager for the Yankees. Mm-hmm. And it does it in about 10 seconds. I have yeah. a coworker who the other day was telling me that he was messing around with it and he asked it to write a press release for him and it did. Um, yet, no, so like you have to change a lot of the names and stuff like right, that. Like right. it needs human oversight. But as somebody who works in a like creative, like content writing field, yeah. this scares me. This really scares me. Uh, because like it, it, right now you can, it's not as good. But what about in 100 years? What about in two years? Well, exactly. You know? So I think a lot of jobs are going to be eliminated. It's going to be a ah. lot, lot of jobs. Anyways, that's... Do we have any good predictions? Anything? Uh, cancer's gone. I'm going to say that right there. I think Ooh. I think we finally get there. And I think it's going to be through uh, the mRNA vaccine. I mean, they're working on it. I have a friend who's been working in... Like for her PhD, she's been working in mRNA research for years and years. Yes. Specifically because of cancer research. Yes. And a lot of... Actually, it was a lot of the cancer research that was used for the COVID vaccines that we're using today. Right. Um, I think that's a really good one. I also, I mean, if we're going to keep like in the medical sure. world, I feel like we're going to start seeing breakthroughs in a lot of these other diseases that they haven't been able to like crack the code on, like Parkinson's and yeah. lupus and hopefully like, like some of these like more like degenerative disorders. Um, Cause That'd I be mean, great. they're working on it. I think um, speaking of, of health things, I think magic mushrooms are going to continue to become like like almost like a uh, prescribed like standard for certain mental health issues. Yeah. A friend of mine was just saying that she's been microdosing magic mushrooms. They, they're doing she's like, like, they're she's doing, like, do you want some? And I was like, oh, I don't know yeah, about that. Yeah, you should do it with like an actual professional. But, but there are certain like there are places, there are certain places, uh, like medical experiments that would like are using that with people. Yeah. Her, and like um, great success. What's it called? Like when you go to someone and they like naturalist or whatever. Like, yeah. Like alternative medicine. Like it was like. Right. It was it's, something it's that le- was like quote unquote prescribed to her. Right. Right. Yeah. And it, like if you go to the right place or clinic or whatever, it's like legal. And yeah. there's some really cool documentaries on. Uh, oh, oh, and yeah. the one on Netflix that's worth watching is called How to Change Your Mind. Very yeah, interesting. And my last prediction is that women will paint their teeth black to be fashionable. I think <laughs> it's about time. It hasn't happened yet, but I think this person's onto something. I think it's coming. So mark my words. Ugh. By twenty one, twenty three, all black teeth. But why just women? All people. Oh, you know what? I think by twenty one, twenty three, there's not even going to be a conversation about if gender is a construct or not. I think they're just like we'll be in a post gender society. Interesting. Yeah. Are there going to be any differences in hairstyle, clothing? You think no. we'll just I think all have like long silk suits? Oh, this just sounds really. Oh, I, I want. What I really want is I want onesies to really take off as like mainstream, like formal wear. Like, mm. just I want to be able to wear onesies or like moo's, you know, that kind of thing. Just the more con- the more that my clothes can resemble a blanket, uh, a blanket the better. I I mean, as someone who walks around with like a literal hooded blanket at all times, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, great I'm gift by the that. way for you, right? Yeah. <laughs> did I did I not like hit a home run with that yeah. one? I, I'm gonna give myself credit where credit is due. Yeah. I'm big on the like bathrobe in the morning and hooded blanket in the evening I vibe. Knew you'd like that. Yeah. Um, I continued this past weekend, by the way, to clean out my old bedroom at my parents' house, mm. which has been a project. But it has been like for any cho- in the list of chores that a person has to do, it's been a lot of fun. I found a ton of photo albums that I didn't realize that I had in my old bedroom. Mm-hmm. And what it got me thinking about was having physical photos now. It's a rarity. People don't right. really print out 
in the same way photos that like my you know our parents did um so with less physical photos in people's houses and people having this like endless supply of photos on your phone or your Mm -hmm. computer is it going to be harder for future generations to look back at like baby photos for example because sure you're saying in 2123 right in 2123 because like sure you, you parents have the photos but they're not like printed out and put into yeah. an album. So they are they gonna have to sift through like if you look at my my photos on my my phone, there's a lot of garbage. Oh my god, to get same. to the to get to the good stuff. And because even, I take like seventeen versions of everything where like you couldn't do that with film. Right, right. It was like, oh, there's a finger there, there's a finger there. Right, there's a finger there, there's a finger there. The, I, I save some some albums on the computer too, but like mm-hmm. that, I, I don't know I don't know how many people do that. I feel like most of my photos like still exist in Facebook. And to be honest, they are photos that I'm not sure I ever want anyone else to find. So it's yeah. probably not great they're in a public space. But also- You can make those private. No, I know. But like, I, okay. but I think that's the only place they like live. And yeah. I'm like, but some of them, like I want to look back on. Like I want to look right. back on like drunk, like frat basement Ariel. Mm-hmm. I just don't need anyone else to see that. Right. And probably them living like in like the meta- Whatever domain Meta, metaverse. No, no, no. Like no, the meta domain. Kind of, well, kind of. You know, but yeah, is owned like, by Meta. Is probably not the best place for them for like longevity. Agreed. But I do think that for big things, so like friends of mine who have like kids right now, they will print out albums of like first year or like oh, whatever. They do? Yeah, and like people do it for like their weddings and people do like sure. big like life cycle moments. Sure. But I think so I think like those big things will be captured. Yeah. But it's more like the little day to day. Like I love flipping through old stuff where it's just like mm-hmm. the photo of like the like random backyard swing and whatever. And yes. like, I don't know if like those photos Which is- like the ones that, that don't make it into an album right now right. are going right. to live on in perpetuity. And those are the kind of albums that I found. Yeah, which was so fun to look at. It was like random Christmases and like just stupid photos. There's a picture of like one of my uncles just like on the floor uh, at my grandparents' house. So this would have been like at at latest like early two thousands. Just like having like a goofy face, you know, just having a goofy face. Um, I do. By the way, uh, before we wrap up here, I want to call it right now. By the way, we're talking about Mm. predictions. With everything the city of Buffalo has been through in the past year, if the Bills, I shouldn't say if, when the Bills win the Super Bowl, they are going to make that into a movie. Think about it. Like, mm-hmm. let's go. So, like, even last year, starting last year in uh, in May with the the horrific mass shooting, yeah, uh, and then this this winter the two major storms, everything yeah. that happened with the Buffalo Bills safety, Demar Hamlin, the fact that the Bills haven't been in the Super Bowl. Since the nineties. And they like look like and not just like not just they haven't been in the Super Bowl since the nineties. Yeah. When they were in consecutive Super Bowls, it was not good. What do you mean? Like they lost a bunch of Super Bowls. Oh, they Bowls. lost four in a row. Right. Yeah. No, that's what right, I mean. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, exactly. I was trying to sort of like Yeah. Which like is also a story of its own. Like they and, are and like the ultimate that, that was, like comeback right. kid. There already was a documentary. No, I know, about that. but like right. it's a whole like Oh totally. Our lifetime of watching the Bills, because that was our earth like mm-hmm early early sure. days like it's it's quite quite a story quite oh, yeah. arc. that movie like even even if like even if you didn't add all of that fun like um, like really interesting backstory from the 90s that movie would write itself yeah it would write itself so who's, anyway who's starring as uh josh allen 
Oh, that's a great question. I know. Oh my gosh. Do you have an idea? I can't. No, I don't have an idea. And I'm not, the other problem is, you know, like I don't know the names of any actors. So for me to try to describe it to you in the audience would be like, you know, like that guy, (laughs) he was in that, that one, that film that we watched that one time. That one episode. Yeah. Yeah. This is not who's going to be it, but I want it to be Seth Rogen. I don't know why. I think I want it to be Seth Rogen. That doesn't make any sense. I know, but I want Seth Rogen to be like every actor in every movie. Could you just imagine just him just like laughing? <laughs> yeah. I, anyways. I mean, I've, we've already discussed that I want Seth Rogen to like be my friend. Oh, yeah. So, Seth, if you're listening. He does. I'm sure. Maybe. Maybe. Listen to this podcast. Yeah. While um, you're making your pottery and stuff. Yeah. Oh, podcast with pottery. It could be fun. A podcast. A podcast. Also, that sounds like he's smoking weed he is and doing the podcast. Definitely doing that. He would be as well. We always end Debbins on Demand with a random fact. Um, the movie Mean Girls, which is almost 20 years old, by the way. Came out 2004. That's wild. Uh, In the movie Mean Girls, Amy Poehler and Rachel McAdams, they play mother and daughter. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's pretty much biologically impossible for that to have like happened in real life. Do Uh you know the age difference? No. Seven years. Oh. So when the movie was made, Amy Poehler was 32 and Rachel McAdams was 25. Isn't that kind of nuts? Yeah. And they were mother daughter. Well, I always feel like, and especially from I feel like that era, but all of the like high school movies, like high school, like. I don't know, soaps are the wrong word, like teen dramas, whatever. Sure. Yeah. Like Gossip Girl, which I'm currently re-watching for the sixth time. Mm-hmm. When you look at the ages of the actors and actresses who play these high school students, they're usually like in their late 20s. Totally. And then the people who pay, play like, yeah, that next generation up are about 30. Mm-hmm. And something that I always find a little concerning about this, I might have talked about this on the podcast before because I talk about this a lot, yeah. is like they're in at least all of like the teen movies, I don't think in Mean Girls there's a plot like this. Mm-hmm. There's always like some weird like the like high school student like hooks up with like the teacher or someone else's parent or whatever. And on film, like on screen, you're kind of like, oh, that looks fine because like yeah. it, they're actually the same age, like the right. actors the same age. But then when you like scroll it back, you're like, oh my god, no, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah, really bizarre. Lot to unpack yeah. with like old movies. Should we movies. go rewatch Mean Girls? It's a great movie. You go, Glenn Coco. It's such a great movie. So quotable, too. Yeah. Anyways, uh, highly recommend. If you're looking for something to watch this weekend, watch Mean Girls. Uh, have a great night. Uh, another Debbins on Demand for you here next week, Thursday. Talk to you later. And none for Gretchen Wieners. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.